Let us begin in the Art Scroll, page 198, fourth from the top line, Vahamadrega Hashlishes. In the green Feldheim, page 67, Samazayan, third paragraph, Vahamadrega Hashlishes. The third, so now we are up to the third Avera that is very close to one's heart. The first one was stealing, the second one was. Uh, relationships that are forbidden relationships and the third one believe it or not is pretty high on the chart of things that a person will stumble and he wants is food here we go is the third level so we have three we're gonna keep count everybody this is number three we have gazelle Arias and food eating something that is totally treif or eating something that is mixed things that are, are cooked by, by goyim or basar b'chalav milk and meat or milk and blood using the utensils of a non-Jew yayin niskam Unbelievable. So the third thing is the way we eat. Here it is, guys. We have the desire of the heart. That desire, good food. And what does that do? It takes away your money. So all it does is it makes you desire more and it takes away your money. All of the details are many, and it's known in the Svarim, the books of Halacha. Very, very powerful. You're destroying yourself because the way you eat, and when a person puts something into his body, as he's going to say, you will become yourself Tomei. When a person eats something that he's not allowed to eat, it goes into your blood, it goes into your body. So Hashem can't be there. Because when you eat things inappropriately, or you eat inappropriate things, whatever it is, we're going to talk about all of that, the pshat is that it goes into your body and the shechina can't handle that because it's tumah. So therefore the shechina has to leave. If you don't eat appropriate or you don't eat appropriate things, then it affects your knowledge and your seichel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person. Hashem gives wisdom. And just to all those who get nervous about this, right? And it's not the forum for now, because now we just more do the text. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about it after Shir is over, right? It doesn't mean that a person can't enjoy his food and a person can't eat properly. It's the exact opposite. It's the opposite. When you eat properly, 
then you feel properly, you act properly. It affects anyone who's ever gone on a real good diet of eating vegetables and eating uh, fruit and drinking water and eating what's right for him and knowing what you're supposed to eat. It affects your everything. It affects, affects everything of a person. You hear this? It's worse to eat something that you're not allowed to eat. Why? Because it goes inside your body. And it becomes part of who you are. And he's saying, don't think I just mean don't eat a horse or don't eat a cockroach. Also, the trephus of something that is kosher, right? Eating a cow that's not shechted properly or, or a chicken. Why is it differentiate between a donkey and a cow? To tell us, right? Why does it say tummy and tar and chamar and para? To tell us, now he's just talking halachically, it's a little bit. What does that mean? The difference between kosher and not kosher is a hair's breadth. Here we go, guys. Listen to what the Ramchal teaches us. Somebody who has a brain in his skull. That's what he says. So if you challenge this, you got to challenge your brain. Come on, you're not going to want to hear this, guys. So close your ears if you don't want to think differently about the way you eat things. You have to look at it like venom. Like poison. Or something that has poison in it. What are you going to say if you're not sure if there's poison? Right? If a guy's not sure, is there poison? Is not poison? Is he going to ch- take a chance? Is the person going to say, yeah, what's the big deal? I'm not sure what the heksher is. I'm not sure if it is. What's the big deal? If a person says, oh, I'm not sure if it's poison or not poison, but I'm going to eat it anyway. Says Ramchal, and if a guy would do that, what, what would you call a guy like that? A guy like that is a full-fledged shoytav. He says, eh, I'll take a risk to eat some poison. Not appropriate food is literally like poison to the soul. Who is going to go ahead if you have a if you have a possibility to eat something that is that you're not supposed to eat? Who would go ahead and say, "Yeah, no big deal." Right? It's like putting a knife to your throat. In Bal Nefesh Ata, be very very careful um, um, to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, let's continue. All right. So we finished the top three. Ready for this, guys? This is incredible. Now we start a whole new um, part of um, Averis, and that is Chevras Pnei Adam, the Averis that people do with other people's social Averis. Here he goes. 
This is also very dangerous, but this I would encourage everyone to come to because this will change your life in your relationships with people. Kigon, Honas Dvarim. Number one, verbal abuse. Abusing someone verbally. Number two, Halbanas Haponim. Embarrassing someone. Number three, giving somebody bad advice. Number four, Rechilus, which we speak about, Lashon Hara. Number five, hatred, sino, and akima, and taking revenge and hating. Number six, Shvuas, swearing falsely. Dvar Sheker, being a liar. And Chilol Hashem, making a Chilol Hashem. Says Ramchal, Miyoymar Nikesi man. Who could say that they are not guilty of one of these? You got to be very careful. You think you're sensitive? You're not sensitive. You are 100% right. People think, oh, you're too sensitive. What's the big deal? Someone can verbally abuse you. Why can't you handle it? You know why you can't handle it? Because you're an Erl Chayid. And you're not supposed to talk like that to a person. As he's going to say, here we go. What does it mean to abuse someone with your speech? You and your friend. Nobody hears it. And you talk down to your friend and you embarrass him between you and you. Not, not that you're embarrassing him in front of other people, but you put him down with your words. For sure, if you do it publicly. Or you do something that's going to embarrass him. If a guy's about tshuva, don't tell him. Oh, remember what you used to do. If a person gets sick, you say, ah, you deserve it. You've done so many averos. We were just talking about this before Marav. To make fun of another person. To make someone, someone says, oh, where do I buy this thing? And you make fun of him, you tell him to go buy it over there. And you know the guy doesn't sell it. What's worse? To steal? Or it's worse to verbally abuse somebody. No one would say, I'm going to steal from somebody. That you're not going to do. But verbally abuse someone, you'll do. Zakt, the chazal, it's worse. The koshkin who barabim. For sure, if you abuse someone verbally in public. Which I'm going to tell a story. Remind me of the story to tell after we finish this. This, actually, I really should say it on the thing. I'm going to say it on the shear. Here we go. Here's the story. Except for verbal abuse. Verbal abuse, um, Hashem does not, He locks everything. He locks your tefillahs. That's how bad it is if you verbally abuse someone. Hashem goes ahead and He pays back someone who verbally abuses, I'm sorry, someone who doesn't have era, but someone who verbally abuses someone, Hashem Himself pays him back. That's how upset Hashem gets at, at somebody who verbally abuses someone. One of the things that the, that, the, um, that the gates and the curtains are not stopped from, from your tefillah, and that is someone who cries because he's a victim of someone verbally abusing him. Yeah, you're allowed to rebuke someone. 
you might think you're allowed to do it and embarrass him. That is number one. Here's the story, quick story. Um, many of you have heard it, but I'm going to put it in the shear because it's a great story. Quickly, about embarrassing someone. And talking, as he's going to say, he's going to talk about saying a name. It's from the Imre Ames. Imre Ames used to give shear every day. And when he gave shear, he said um, one of the guys wasn't there, didn't show up one day. And his name was Yankel. And he said, Yankel, he asked the guys in the shear, where is Yankel? Now, Yankel was a redhead. Yankel had red hair. So someone said, Yankel? Who's Yankel? You mean Reuter Henya, which is red hen. They were, like, that's what they called them. That's what they called them. So the Rebbe said, he was a big tzaddik, he says, Reuter Henya? You're calling him a red hen? His name's Yankel. He said, Rebbe, relax. Relax, Rebbe. Well, they call red hen. It's good. He says, what do you mean? I'm a chana, shame l'chavera, ain l'chelik l'elam haba. Like we just said. Someone who embarrasses someone, he doesn't have a chelik in Elam Abba. They said, Rebbe, Rebbe, what are you getting all crazy about? They were from Warsaw. They said, Rebbe, the entire Varsha calls him right to Henya. Chill out, Rebbe, the whole Varsha calls him right to Henya. So the Rebbe banged on the table and said, Gehenim is big enough for the whole entire Varsha. We'll end off with that. Wow.